Welcome to Fertility Friendly Food. I'm your host, Stephanie Velarkis, accredited practicing dietitian and nutritionist and director of The Dietologist, an Australian-based practice focused on optimizing fertility through nutrition. This podcast will bring you snack-sized episodes for you to learn, grow, and be inspired by the latest research, facts, and practical lifestyle tips about eating well for optimal fertility, helping you cut through the confusion and myths to take back some of the control on your fertility journey, one bite at a time. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Fertility Friendly Food. And this episode is brought to you by my ultimate preconception lifestyle checklist for him and for her available to download for free. The link is in my show notes or head to thedietologist.com.au forward slash freebies to get your hands on it. And in today's episode, we are talking about the oral contraceptive pill and the nutrients it could be depleting you of. And I think every single woman should be across this information. And in fact, I think most women don't know about this, and it's probably one of my most popular blog posts that I've ever posted. And I think this is because one in four women in Australia take the oral contraceptive pill, which I'm just going to call the pill from here on out, at some point in their reproductive life. And the common questions I get is, I'm going to come off the pill because I want to start trying for a baby. Um, How long will it take for my period to be regular? What should I be doing? Is there something I should be doing coming off the pill and trying to conceive? I feel like there's going to be some other step. And how long is it going to take to get my period back after the pill? And these questions have complex answers because it's really variable. Some women can get pregnant the very next month coming off the oral contraceptive pill, whilst others can take six up to maybe 12 months to even get their period back. And that's definitely a time we need to be speaking to your GP or gynecologist about testing for conditions like polycystic ovary syndrome, which can lead to those irregular periods or other causes of irregular periods as well. So my focus today is to equip you with the knowledge that I wish you got in your health or PE class about taking the pill and what nutrients you should be focusing on replenishing before you conceive, which can help you from a fertility perspective, but also just from a general nutrition and lifestyle and well-being perspective too. So the very first nutrient that I am diving into that the pill can deplete you of is zinc. Now, zinc is an essential mineral. It is critical for both sperm and egg health. Luckily, the men aren't taking the oral contraceptive pill, although I wish they brought that out. Studies have shown that women who take the oral contraceptive pill have lower levels of zinc in their blood. Now, we know the zinc blood test isn't 100% as accurate as things like iron or vitamin D, but it is definitely something to at least consider. This research has actually been done back in the 1960s and then has been consistently confirmed with the latest study dated in 2013. So this is not new information. 
it is thought that the reasons why that we are more likely to be depleted in zinc when taking the pill is because of changes in zinc absorption and maybe increased losses, which increases the dietary demand for zinc for women taking the pill. And we know most women can't even meet their zinc requirements as it is. We need 11 milligrams per day for non-pregnant women, and most of us aren't reaching that target as it stands. So if we are increasing the demand, there is a more likelihood of deficiency in the group of women that do take the oral contraceptive pill. So just as a refresher, our key dietary sources of zinc are our seafood and shellfish like oysters and crab, meat, legumes and beans, cashews and other nuts, seeds, eggs, quinoa and other whole grains. The next nutrient that I like to talk about is magnesium. Now, magnesium is an essential mineral important for the production of energy and helps with over 300 reactions in the body. It can help with muscle relaxation, sleep, and also bone health. Research has shown multiple times that magnesium in the blood can be reduced by oral contraceptive pills, and it is thought that the increased risk of blood clots on the pill is partially due to the change in the calcium to magnesium ratio in the blood. Researchers have proposed that magnesium supplementation during the period of Oral contraception should be considered, but obviously you do need to discuss this with your doctor before you start taking any new supplements. But if you're not keen on a supplement, the key dietary sources of magnesium to include are green leafy veggies, fruit like figs, avo, banana and raspberries, nuts and seeds, legumes and other veggies like peas, broccoli, cabbage, green beans, artichoke, asparagus, Brussels sprouts, and also some seafood. The next nutrient to consider when taking the pill is selenium. Now, selenium is really a tricky nutrient because it's hard to know exactly how much you're getting in your diet because it fluctuates based on the selenium content of the soil of where the produce you eat is grown. Now, selenium is important for helping antioxidants work better in the body, and it's an antioxidant in and of itself, but it also has a role to play in thyroid health too. Studies have shown from the 80s that the pill may be interfering with selenium absorption in the body. The key dietary sources of selenium are Brazil nuts, so maybe chuck a Brazil nut into your morning smoothie, pork, beef, turkey, chicken, fish, and shellfish. So if you are vegetarian or vegan, Brazil nuts are going to be your key source of selenium. B vitamins. Now there is a range of B vitamins and they're often called the B complex and they're composed of vitamin B1, thiamine, B2, riboflavin, B3, niacin, B5, pentothenic acid, B6, peroxidine, B7, biotin, B9, which is folic acid or folate, and vitamin B12 or cobalamin. Now, these B-complex work together, and so often I see them being talked about in isolation, in which I am definitely guilty of because of the space that I work in, but they do work together. What's critical to remember about B vitamins, especially when we're talking about supplementation, is they are water-soluble, and they are lost through our sweat and urine, which is great for avoiding things like taking too much, but also means every single day we need to be getting enough of these vitamins because they will be lost. 
B vitamins are key for energy production and also cell health. They also have a wide variety of other functions from supporting our red blood cells in particular for B9 and B12. So there are four B vitamins that are at risk of being low when taking the pill. The first is folic acid, which is the number one thing we're told to supplement when trying to conceive. Obviously important when in early pregnancy for preventing neural tube defects. So it is key, key, key to give yourself at least a few months of folic acid supplementation between coming off the pill and actually conceiving wherever possible. Studies reveal that the pill may be impairing folate metabolism and studies from the 60s have shown that women taking the pill have poorer folate status based on their blood work. Now, whether that's the pill causing it directly or whether there's some kind of uh, women who are more likely to take the pill are more likely to have poorer dietary quality, we don't actually know. Association and causation, got to be really mindful of that when it comes to nutrition research in particular. The next nutrient to consider is riboflavin. Turns out women of reproductive age can be at risk of vitamin B2 deficiency, which is found in milk, eggs, lean meats, and the pill can be making this worse according to studies dating back to the 1970s. Bonus, getting enough riboflavin can help reduce the headache intensity, frequency, and duration, which is a common side effect of the pill. The next B vitamin that is at risk for women taking the pill is vitamin B6 or pyridoxine. A study from the 1960s showed that women taking a combination oral contraceptive pill had evidence of vitamin B6 deficiency that was later confirmed with a large scale and more recent US study in 2008 that showing that 75% of women taking the pill had significantly reduced B6 intake. And we know that B6 is a critical precursor to progesterone, which is the hormone that supports us in our luteal phase of our cycle and also in early pregnancy. Our key dietary sources of B6 are protein foods, bread, cereals, and of course, our beloved veggies. Vitamin B12 is another critical nutrient in fertility and pregnancy for cell division and repair. And it turns out that women taking the pill have lower blood levels of vitamin B12 compared to non-pill taking women. It might work similarly to the folate metabolism disturbance that I talked about earlier as B12 and folate work together in the same metabolic pathway. The next nutrient that may be at risk for women taking the pill is vitamin C. Another water-soluble nutrient famous for its immune-promoting benefits is also an antioxidant, which is critical for cell health and also collagen formation for skin and gum health. There may be some differences in the vitamin C status of women taking the pill, but eating plenty of fruit and veggies can easily overcome this risk of any kind of vitamin C deficiency, which is incredibly rare with a healthy diet, which contains an abundance of vitamin C. So I hope you feel well informed about what nutrients are key when taking the pill and also coming off the pill and starting to try for a baby. I think this is just basic knowledge that we should all be given when either consider taking the pill or even just in our education, sex education classes that we get about contraception, because these are all key nutrients that I see on a day-to-day basis that could be having an impact on our time to conceive or time to pregnancy.
So once again, thanks for listening in. Please leave me a rating and a review. It is much appreciated and share the podcast on socials and tag me at the underscore dietologist. You can download my ultimate preconception lifestyle checklist, which incorporates all these nutrients at thedietologist.com.au forward slash freebies. And I'll also link it in the show notes below. Until next episode, stay well. Bye. Oh, <laughs>